amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast, always, of course, presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. I think most of you guys know that by now. If not, maybe you're new. That's awesome. You have come to the right place for the pre-draft process. I think it's the best pre-draft NFL draft podcast around. You know why? Because it's year-round. Like, we're not one of these people that just does a show, five episodes or three episodes before the draft. No, 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 no. We're on the case all year round, making sure that you're prepared for the biggest college games, that you know the top prospects. We talk about scouting from a holistic perspective, including after watching the playoff game, some of the lessons that we learn from them. It's a fun year-round process. You can check me out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. Whatever you're on, I'm pretty much on. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, hit me up, please. Or at Ross Tucker Pod is on all of those except for TikTok. I think I'm just on, on TikTok. But please follow our accounts because there is no better way to see the highlight clips from this show or any of our shows. So I know a lot of you just listen, right? Some of you watch us on the DK Network or YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, but a lot of you just listen. What a cool way to see what Emery looks like, although he's everywhere now on CBS Sports HQ, so you should know what he looks like, and to just see some of the highlight clips from Emery and I talking. The Emery I'm talking about is, of course, the one and only Emery Hunt. He's at F-Ball Game Plan on Twitter. He is legitimately one of the OGs on YouTube with his football game plan page, I've told the story many times of being at the college football coaches convention with Emory and college football coaches coming up to Emory and saying, love your stuff, love your videos, watch coaches, watch Emory's videos. Meanwhile, it's like, uh, hello, played seven years in the NFL. Like I'm on TV. Like, can you say hi to me? Are you like me? No, they just want to talk to Emory. Just want to tell Emory how great he is. Because the draft guide is so great. If you haven't ordered it yet, you really should. Footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. How about this? For this week, I'll do it again. I'll lay down the gauntlet again. Anybody that orders a draft guide this week, let me know. You're automatically entered to be the spread the word winner this week. I'm going to pick somebody that orders the draft guide this week is going to get the signed autograph from me that I talk about on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. So 
Sign up now, footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. Emery, it's interesting. We have 10 shows before the draft. 10 shows. I was doing the math, and we usually have two episodes on quarterbacks, and then one on running backs, one on wide receivers, one on tight ends, one on O-line, one on D-line, one on linebackers, one on DBs. That's nine. That That's nine right there. So this is our last episode before we start to dive into it position by position, which I love because your rankings are not like everybody else's rankings. You don't even, like, you have different positions. You specify positions for these guys. But most importantly, you are your own man. You don't care about the consensus. I really wonder, Emery, and I'm not here to bash on other people, but when you look at a lot of the other draft gurus or draft people, right, usually their rankings are pretty similar. And they, they move guys around a little bit. Like this guy might be third for this guy. This one's second for this guy. But I feel like there's a concern. Among, they don't want to be the outlier. They don't want to be way off on somebody. They don't want to have a guy in the fifth round that goes in the first round. They don't want to have a guy in the first round that goes in the third round. So they, I think people have a tendency to lean towards a consensus. You know who doesn't do that? You know who doesn't care about that? NFL teams. You, people would be shocked, Emery, if they saw. There are guys that people have as top 20 picks that some teams wouldn't take in the top three rounds. There are guys that some, some teams think are going to go first or second round. Other teams don't think are until fifth or sixth. So Emery's opinion and the fact that he's so different, that's what teams are like. They're not worried. Why would a team care about Mel Kuyper and Jeremiah and all these guys? And I know all these guys. They all do a great job, but they don't care about their consensus. They're just trying to do what's best for their team. Well, that's Emery. He doesn't care about the other guys. He's just doing what he sees. And by the way, Emery's wrong sometimes. Very wrong sometimes. You know what, though? He's very right a lot. I mean, all of this chatter recently about Spencer Rattler is just making me laugh. He's rising up boards, Emery. Nobody said a word about Spencer Rattler basically all season other than Emery. People weren't that high on him coming into the season. Some people may because of his last couple games the year before. But Emery called his shot before the Senior Bowl, and it came through. So anyway, Emery, I think I just talked for like five minutes in a row without even saying hi or bringing you in. Can you tell I'm a little bit excited about uh, the next couple months on this show, but also I just have a lot of respect for your process and your DGAF factor when it comes to what other people think or how they rank. I appreciate that, Ross. I'm glad you echoed all of those sentiments perfectly because I wanted the same thing. And that's kind of why I started football game plan to get my voice out there. What sense it makes to start something of your own, only to parrot what you already see out there, even if you don't believe it. Let, let's say you have some guys that, you know, some major network guys that do their thing, uh, which we all respect, and you see them, hey, okay, they got these guys ranked one, two, three. I see it differently. Let me put my thoughts out there. Maybe I have these guys ranked three, two, one. 
And so it's cool to, to have differing opinions if you're bringing facts to the table. And when I see the consensus, quote unquote, that comes from outside of the major network guys, you wonder, you know, are they watching the film? Are they truly seeing what they see or what the others see? And that that's where I, I have some trepidation about where people fall in line with opinions on prospects because you know i know what it takes to put in to i know what it takes to watch film um and really dive into these guys and to go through my process and grade i know how long it takes you can't be out here tweeting all day if you're watching film because film takes a long time to watch and break down um so it, it you know you start to really uh peel off who's actually doing the work by what they see not saying that everyone has to be different you know everyone can have the same opinion on a player i think we all kind of like caleb williams but that's a name i want to bring up because now all of a sudden caleb williams goes from can't miss prospect trade your entire draft for him do what you got to do to get up to get him to well he's probably not that good he's actually not that really good actually there's some guys that that are better than him actually he may not be as uh, you know, can't miss as we originally thought. Like, what? There's no football that has been played since the last time everyone was all over Caleb Williams. So that tells me again that are people really watching the film and trusting what they see and believe what they say or see, or are they just going with the waves and just riding the waves? Okay, this is where everyone is now on Caleb Williams. Let me kind of be on that wave too. So at least you know coming here, the work is done by me solely by me and is you're actually getting what i think about these prospects hey what else really bothers me emory it really bothers two things that bother me number one there are people that think you have certain opinions like for clicks right (laughs) which can i just say first of all it's twitter there are no clicks What, what are you talking about and by the way, like, if you don't like what he says, he's not going to get clicks. He's going to get replies or mentions or whatever they're called. I can assure you, do you think Emery is sitting there thinking, you know, you know what? You know what will really get me to the top in this industry? If I, uh, if I rank Felix, whatever, Aduzume, whatever. Sorry, Felix. I really don't know how to say your name. FAU the Chiefs' first-round pick, if I rank him as the 30th or whatever edge rusher, that's how I'm going to make it in this industry. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody really cares that much about a second-round pick defensive end. Like, the idea that someone would, like, rank him lower, Emery didn't know when he's doing the rankings that the, the, the draft is in Kansas City, the Chiefs are there, I mean, I had heard they wanted to trade out of that pick, but then they're like, man, it's the, the drafts in Kansas City. Like, it's kind of tough to dra- trade out of it, blah, 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 blah. But, like, the idea, Emery, that you're, like, in your office, like, this is how I'll roll. Like, if he was going to do that, okay, what he would do is say, Bryce Young is garbage, right? Like, or what, like, he, he would do something that people care more about. Like, how stupid are you? that you can think that Emery's lower ranking a second-tier defensive end for clicks. I mean, let me just tell you, that's a terrible business model. Like, that's a bad, that's a real waste of time, Emery, if that's what you're doing in your office over there. How can I I be way off 
or way different on you. I, 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 I get frustrated. But that's a great point though. Cause why would I choose that player and not someone that generates buzz? Because the funny part is, and to your overall point, no one was talking about this player during the whole draft process. Not one person until he goes in the first round and then they see my rankings and like, oh, wow, how could you? Did he win the first? Like, no one in the draft community was talking about this dude. So, and we both work in TV, Ross. We have never been in a production meeting where the producers and directors say, hey, say this because this is going to get us some clicks. No, that is never a part of the conversation. What tracks is weird because you don't know what's going to track, right? You never know what's going to be popular or what's going to be uh, viral, so to speak. So, yeah, no one's doing this for clicks. You're doing it because it's content. You think this is, hey, this is what I believe. This is what I'm going to say. The same thing with the Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. You thought I would have said Bijan is a seventh-round pick. I just had him two and said he was still one of my highest-rated running backs since 2018. Like, it's crazy what what people get all worked up about. But, again, you know the rankings that come from a place of uh, what I believe. Because, again, I know uh, where – and this is funny. As we're taping this show, I'm heading down to the HBCU Legacy Bowl, which will be the last all-star game on this circuit. So we're talking about starting from the U Sports East-West Bowl in Canada, in Hamilton, Ontario, this past year, FCS Bowl, Hula Bowl, College Gridiron Showcase, Tropical Bowl, East West Shrine Bowl, Senior Bowl, and now HBCU Legacy Bowl tacked on to the HBCU Combine. So I know where I'm at, and I look around. I you know, I only start to see you know a lot of draft analysts in the Shrine Game and Senior Bowl. So of course they won't they won't have the the depth of prospect knowledge that I have because I'm at all of these All Star games and seeing all of these players. So I have a bunch of guys to compare and contrast and grade. So therefore guys will fall and rank. Yes. I'm gonna have a hundred graded quarterbacks. Why? Cause I've seen a hundred doggone quarterbacks over the course from May. Uh, when the draft ends, when the first all-star game is in, in Canada to where we are now. Emery, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code draft for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create an account and redeem code D-R-A-F-T for $20 off. Download GameTime today, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Now that the NFL's over, good time to start looking for tickets for college hoops, for NBA, for NHL. Love being able to see the view from my seat before I actually buy it. So I know exactly what to expect when I arrive. The all-in prices show your total up front. So you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy the tickets in seconds with two taps. Again, download Game Time today. Redeem code DRAFT for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Emery. Let's dive into your process a little bit because you just went through all of that stuff so how far along are you so far in your evals and and refresh my memory on how much of each guy you typically watch 
I watched three games of a prospect. So I take their best game. I try to find what would be their statistical, statistically worst game. Um, but for positions that don't have the stats, it's usually, okay, what's the best possible matchup? So three games like that, and, and you run through it, and you know you compare that to what you would note you have from those guys of the all-star games you, you went to, which helped me because I get to see body types and athleticism up close. Then you carry that information over to the film, so now you can better gauge on what really is their true height, their true weight, their true athleticism um, in, in conjunction to what you're watching on tape. And then we, we just start grading and just you run through one position straight through. So if I watch quarterbacks, I'm watching quarterbacks until I finish quarterback. So therefore, your eye is trained. You know, it, the, the trick is the more you watch of a position, the faster you start to pick things up of, OK, this is Caleb Williams. This is Ross Tucker, the quarterback. And you're kind of like, you know, you have the, the end points and everybody else kind of falls in between that way. But right now I'm at the start of my wide receiver position. So I've done quarterbacks, I've done running backs, I've done fullbacks, done tight ends, and now we're starting wide receivers. So we're working through, uh, usually wide receivers and defensive backs are the largest group. Those are like over 120. So that's going to take a little bit longer than every other position because just the the amount of prospects uh, in the class. And we will dive into next week your elite quarterbacks. I don't know if that'll be three or five or seven. And then after that, we'll do sort of your, your second level quarterbacks. And you always have guys that, you know, sleepers to other people or guys that you've seen that you really like that we can dive into as well. What about Emery, the, the combine refresh my memory on the combine and you know, how big a part of a process it is for you. It's not a big pro- part of the process for me because, again, I'm not in those rooms where we're talking about medicals, right? And that's the biggest part of why we see guys rise or fall. So we will never know that on the media side of things. What I go to the combine for is, you know, for intel and also just to, to talk with the, the prospect to see where there are, uh, you know, from a passion standpoint, I know it's nervous, nervousness, uh, you know, a lot with those guys because, hey, this is a stressful situation. This is a big job interview. But I like to see what they think about the game and how they're handling the process and, you know, ask them some questions specifically about, you know, what they uh, did during the season and specific games. Like, you know, the good part is, Ross, we've called a lot of games. So we've seen a lot of these guys. So we go, hey, hey man, against so-and-so, you did this. Can you take me through what was your – your thought process there. So it's good to get those type of questions and information uh, from those guys. And you're really just trying to get intel on, you know, who's doing what Uh, I I like now that we are able to go to uh, the workouts because I'm I'm excited to see the quarterback throw. I'm always going to be up for a Joe Milton throwing session. Anytime Joe Milton is throwing, I'm all for it. You know, bazooka Joe Milton, I'm I'm with it. Right. So I want to see him throw. Yeah. I want to see, you know, if Jaden Daniels is going to throw, I want to see if uh, Michael Pratt is going to throw. I want to see these quarterbacks throw because uh, it's always cool part of the combine. But um, that's my main takeaway from the combine and to go to St. Elmo's to get some great uh, shrimp cocktail. And it, usually I should probably start a, you know, a, a, a tuck takes. Uh, what, what's your food? Tuck spreads. Hashtag tuck spreads. I, I probably should do tuck spreads. Uh, hunt spreads right there in Indy because that's all I do. I go to work and then I go to my restaurant reservations, which I already have booked now. 
I like, uh, I like, you should do something like hashtag on the hunt, you know, or something <laughs> like that. That could be, that could go for both Emery. That could go for eating and like your scouting process. <laughs> You're on the hunt. See right there. Boom. Right there. Like if I was a TV producer, that would be my segment. Like let's bring on Emery who was on the hunt for top prospects for the 2024 NFL draft. That just came off the top of my head right there. Boom. Genius. <laughs> hey, Emery. Whether you're hosting game day or movie night, DiGiorno knows that planning a watch party on a budget isn't easy. You need the perfect setting, the perfect squad, the perfect eats. Luckily, you're a game time mastermind, and you know that grabbing DiGiorno classic crust pizza can bring home a dub because it's packed with half a pound of cheese, sauce, other toppings, and comes at an incredible price. Make the game-winning call and grab a DiGiorno classic crust pizza from the grocery store today. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. And then do what I did all weekend while you're at it. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights. So delicious with friends, living life to the power of we. Always enjoy it responsibly, of course. It's beer, it's delicious, it's Labatt USA, and it is Buffalo, New York. Okay, we talked about the Combine. We talked about your process a little bit. We'll dive into it next week. Um, I did want to ask you, we didn't get to it last week, some interesting coaching decisions that have come down the pike. Bill O'Brien is the Ohio State offensive coordinator, unless he's the the BC head coach. Chip Kelly is the UCLA head coach, unless he's the Ohio State OC. And then Wink Martindale leaves the NFL to go to Michigan, which is interesting. I think the most interesting one of all those is probably the Chip Kelly one, Emery. Talk to me about that, going from being the head coach at UCLA to the OC at Ohio State. Yeah, what's fascinating is that he wasn't fired from UCLA. There was not rumblings that he was getting pushed out. We know he was interviewing for NFL jobs or OC jobs at the NFL level. Um, but to, to leave a Power 5 head coaching job to go be a Power 5 offensive coordinator, it's head-scratching. It leads me to believe, but we're in this new era of NIL, so this probably doesn't even matter. When, But back in our day when stuff like that happens, you just knew, oh, sanctions about to come to UCLA. They about to get slammed, right? But who knows now? Maybe he just wants to do something different. But I do like the Deshaun Foster hire. He was one of the backs that I grew up I say grew up, I was a teenager, you know, getting recruited while he was at UCLA. I was just like, man, this dude is just a phenomenal tailback. I remember his freshman year at UCLA. And I remember seeing a lot of his high school film, like, man, this dude is awesome. He ran to me like how you just wanted to run. Um, so it's good to see him get the head coach. They stayed in-house with a UCLA guy, a Bruin, and that was a, you know, a, a good uh, hire for them. Um, but yeah, man, just, I, I, the Wink Martindale one is, is head-scratching as well because he's a long-time NFL guy. Now you're going to jump into this world of recruiting and NIL when you see college coaches doing the opposite. Like, man, we got to get out of here, man. This is starting to get insane. Now Wink Martindale, the Wink Martindale is going to now start making phone calls to 17, 18-year-old no, kids. Definitely not. <laughs> and, right? and he's going to hate that he has to even be in those meetings and talk with these kids <laughs> and kiss their butt. Definitely not. That that one is bizarre to me, which also shows, I think one of the things that these shows, 
is these big-time programs, Michigan, Ohio State, Emory, man, they can pay up. You know, to get Wink Martindale to go there, he could have gotten paid out by the Giants for the year, or I think he could have gone to an NFL place. To go to Michigan, they must really be paying up. So that's one thing that jumped out to me. The other thing, as it relates to Deshaun Foster, I think UCLA probably, you know, you, you get a guy that leaves your head coach as a head coach to be an OC somewhere else, probably get a little nervous and they want to get somebody that wants to be there. Like, and, and like it's a dream job for them. And maybe that is for Deshaun Foster being a UCLA alum. You know, my guess is Emory, Chip Kelly's made a lot of dough now, man. I mean, Oregon, Eagles, Niners, UCLA, he's made a lot of money. I think he's probably just sick of all of the stuff that goes along with being a college head coach. You know, the administrators, the alums. He didn't even like talking to the media when he was with the Eagles. So you put on top of that recruits and NIL and donors and boosters and alums. He's not really a social person. He doesn't like to do that. Like, I think he just likes football. And he just likes, it's like playing chess to him. He just wants to have, I think he'll probably make a couple million bucks from Ohio State, plenty of money, and all he has to worry about is the offense and scheming up plays and can get back to just being a football coach and just the football part of it rather than all the other part of it, which I think makes a lot of sense. Just like it makes sense to check him out on social media at F-Ball Game Plan, I am at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. The keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for tuning in to College Draft. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and Fantasy Feast, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. 